solid first half. The Chicago Bulls just do not have enough in the second half of this game. Have no answers for Jalen Brunson or Julius Randle. We're going to talk about it, break it all down, have as much fun as we can right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. Uh, I'm the host here, Hayes. More importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into it, man. And despite the Bulls having a first half lead in this game, they end up scoring a combined 45 points in the second half of this game. The problem is the New York Knicks score 65 points over that same stretch of time. The Chicago Bulls just down the stretch of this game, despite Kobe White and Patrick Williams, I'm sorry, Kobe White and DeMar DeRozan having solid nights. They just did not have answers for Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson, who combined for 66 points in this game overall. And it just, it, the Bulls just didn't have enough. We got out-rebounded 39-52. That's always going to be something that hurts the Bulls in, in cases like that. Uh, when you look at uh, turnovers uh, as a team, the Chicago Bulls actually tied the turnover battle. Oh, no, we we won the turnover battle, I'm sorry, 15-11. to 11, But that just wasn't enough for this team. Bulls had 36 points in the paint to the Knicks, 54 points in the paint. Second-chance points, we got out uh, out uh, done on that one, 18-14. to 14. Fast break points, they beat us 14 to 13. Just everything when you look at it, they they basically beat us in every measurable statistic. And so it's just not enough. We know in the Chicago Bulls team, when they get those type of things, when they play well, when they offensive rebound, when they get second chance points, that's typically when the Bulls are at their best. Unfortunately, at their best was not how we had them tonight. And the Bulls just fall to a team that shot the ball better overall as a team. They shot 51% from the field, whereas the Bulls shot 41%. We did go 13 of 32 from three-point range for 40%, which is good. Um, but it just wasn't enough for the other things. And defensively, the Bulls just didn't have any answers. Julius Randle going 13 of 23 for 35 points. Jalen Brunson going 13 of 22 for 31 points. You'll get every starter on that team was in double digits. OG and Anobi had 11. Um, Isaiah Hardenstein had 10, so really big buckets for them in the second half of the game. He also had 20 rebounds in this game. He had uh, 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 Andre Drummond-type performance. And the Bulls just couldn't get it done. Grimes had eight points off the bench, leading uh, leading all scorers off the bench for them. And unfortunately, the Bulls just did not have enough in this game. Patrick Williams only with five points. Andre Drummond had 13 and 16, two steals, one block. Shout out to Drum there. Alice Caruso with 13 points. But Io DeSumo again being the leader off the bench. Terry Taylor had four points. He was the second leading scorer off the bench. Javon Carter got to go. I think that's what it comes down to. Javon Carter is absolute dog shit ass trash. And I feel bad that I ever signed my name to saying something that I was excited about having this motherfucker in here. No more ball-headed people on Chicago Bulls. We just, none of them, none of them. He looked like Big Cav, which is fine enough, but it, it just, it, they, it, Javon Carter sucks. Javon Carter stinks. And I hope he sees this. I hope somebody plays this uh, for him. I hope, I hope somebody who loves him, whether it be his mama, anybody else sees it. Javon Carter sucks. And he has sucked since he got here. But outside of like three solid games from him, Javon Carter's been dog shit defensively. Javon Carter can't hit the broad side of a barn shooting-wise, and he can't pass to anybody to save his goddamn life. Javon Carter is terrible. Now, I'm not blaming the loss on Javon Carter. If, you're, if your wins and losses hinges, hinges on Javon Carter uh, showing up big for you, you've already failed as a basketball team. But I just want to say, because I feel disgusted that I thought that this guy was going to come in and possibly even be our starting point guard. 
what the fuck was I smoking? Javon Carter is absolute terrible. And just like I told you, I tell you guys and hold you guys accountable when you say retarded. Can't say that. Can't say that word. When y'all say silly shit, I said silly shit too. I was a fucking idiot because listen, that was stupid of me. Javon Carter is god awful. He's he's terrible. And at the end of the day, listen, Javon Carter needs to be up off my team. But outside of that, man, like I said, it was good to see Kobe White get his shooting stroke back. Six and nine from three-point range with 26 points. He also had eight assists, four rebounds in this game. So, you know, if we're getting Kobe White back to what it what he needed to be on, uh, you know, that that definitely bodes well for the Bulls in the future. But this game was god awful, man. This game was god awful. And I and I feel sorry watching it. I feel dumber for ever having to see this shit. This is trash. Absolutely trash. Not a good start to the year. Uh, we got Charlotte back to back. Got to get him back. I, I mean, listen, Charlotte's some good a good team to get tuned up on. But if we if we lose two games in a row to the Charlotte Hornets, oh my God, the sky is falling. Bulls fans are going to be back out in full force. I'm starting to think the old Bulls are back, sadly, and they they are now the 11th seed, or maybe not because their starters are out. Also, Raptors and Hawks won, who probably are the 11th seed now. Yeah, I mean, but listen, when you have as many injuries as we have, you, listen, I, like, and the Bulls could have won this. Well, in the first half, they looked like they could have. Second half, we got completely wasted. But, you know, it's unfortunate when you have this many players out. You just, uh, it's hard. Right, the Bulls started playing in the third, like they were defeated. Got too far in their heads and out of the game. I don't know how to how, but they need to work on their composure in order to start locked in. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, we could talk about all the psycho psychoanalysts and uh, analysis and all the things that we want to do with the Bulls. It, it it comes down to execution. The Bulls didn't execute. I don't even know if it's necessarily them getting down on themselves in the third quarter, but at that point in time, nothing that they were doing defensively was working. Jay Trill says, every time we get a primetime game, effing blow it, shaking my head, got to do better. Definitely got to do better. Got to do absolutely better. Joe the Blacksmith, great point here. Julian Phillips give, giving us energy plays in garbage time. Sweet. I mean, it'd be nice if we played him. I don't understand when nothing's going our way. Why not try a rookie or two to switch things up? Because Billy Donovan doesn't care about young people. That's what it is. Uh, our roster construction is horrible. AK needs to be held accountable for this. I'm not even going to speak on Billy and his lineup, shaking my head. Well, I mean, the roster construction isn't it that bad. We got we got four players out injured. Like, I mean, it's hard to have good roster. You can only construct a roster to withstand so much, right? Tory Craig out, big part of what we do, especially defensively. When he gets hot from three, he helps a lot. Uh, Nikola Vucevic out. Uh, Zach Levine out. Lonzo Ball is always going to be out, so you can count that or not if you want it. So, I mean, at the end of the day, we know the size was always something that we really didn't have a lot of uh, – if we had an injury to the center position, it was going to be hard. But, listen, Terry Taylor's given some solid minutes out there. Is it perfect? Would we rather see Adama Sanogo out there? Sure. But, I mean, as as a as a third center, third-string center, Terry Taylor isn't playing terrible out there. Like, let's be clear here. Don't understand the Javon Carter signing. We need wings. Acme, we don't. We don't need wings. When you look at the wing, we got wings. We got. Uh, we got Zach Levine. We got Demar Derozan. We got Alice Caruso who can play wing. Iota Sumu plays wing. Um, he's not a true point guard. So Tory Craig who can also play the wing. We're fine on the wing position. Um, Dalen Terry. It. it we, we needed a point guard to help bring some of the distributing and defense and and three point shooting. And he he theoretically he brings those things on paper. It's just not coming in reality. But I I do understand where you're getting at for sure, brother. A three a three and D wing would really change a lot of what what you look at on this team. A true one. 
Words can't describe how much I despise this coach. I can't wait until the day that Billy Donovan's small ball era ends for the Bulls. Oh, bro, sit down, bear down. You got a long way to go on that one. Very long way. And and But the thing is, is what did I say at halftime hangout? For those that were here for the halftime show, I said Tom Thibodeau was going to adjust in the second half. And how we combat those adjustments was going to tell the story of the game. And, again, like always with Billy Donovan, when you have a coach that is a strategist on the other side of him, Billy Donovan gets exposed a lot of times, man. It, it, just, it just is what it is, man. It is what it is. Austin G says, I was making me pull my hair out with all the missed corner threes. Yeah, I miss. He had, he had some wide open looks, man. And I was been playing much better even with those wide open threes. But going one for six, and probably out of those six, at least three to four were wide open corner threes. You got to convert those. You have to convert those at a way better rate than what Io did tonight. You, you, yeah, I was frustrating as well tonight, man. Quentin the Gigolo says, uh, dang, why doesn't it put your thing up? We need Vooch back. You can tell we miss his offense, but glad to see Kobe shooting better. Well, that and we miss Vooch's ability to facilitate. Like, I, I I think people forget that over this run, we have been running and operating more things through Nikola Vucevic, what helps players, especially as we were moving better without the ball. As we have players cutting more to the rim, Vooch is always going to catch those guys at the right time. Let's be honest, the New York Knicks did give us a chance at – at the chance to take the lead, but we didn't pull nothing off. I mean, yeah, we at the end of the day, the the teams that the, the New York Knicks operated much better in the second half of this game than what the Chicago Bulls could. It just is what it is, man. There's no excuses. I wish I can give a big a big dissertation on it, but when it comes down to it, the Bulls just got outplayed, out hustle, and out man and out coached. Are we going to admit that this Bulls team is no different than the last? We had lucky stretch, but no, that's just not true. You got to actually watch the games. And if you watch it, you can tell that this team is playing different, considerably different. But again, we've even taken more injuries since we were playing better. So no, it wasn't a lucky stretch. The Bulls were executing. We just lost big parts of how we were executing. You got to actually watch basketball too. You're, you're, you're considerably off there, brother. Stacey King literally said yesterday, Terry Taylor is not a center and should play Dama Sonogo, who actually is a center, and Julian Phillips with more size. But Billy Donovan do today? None. Well, again, I mean, listen, I love Stacey King, too. And not to say that Stacey King doesn't make great points, but Stacey King is, a, is, is on commentary for a reason. He could be a coach, but he doesn't want to coach. And I think when you actually get in there coaching, those decisions are, are tougher than what people give him credit for. And like I said, Terry Taylor, it's not that Terry Taylor was playing good, bad, because he wasn't. So you can't really fault that size aspect of it when Terry Taylor wasn't playing bad. Taurus losses was good, Hayes. I'm not usually this type of Bulls fan, but it must be said Javon Carter is trash. Javon Carter, yeah, he's terrible. He's terrible, man. Carter got to go. That's funny. That's got to go. I said no more bald headed, meaning don't add any more bald heads to the team. I didn't say take every y'all simple, simple wording. I said no more bald headed people. Meaning we are at our capacity with bald-headed people. Not saying that every bald-headed person on the team is bad. Words mean things. Listen to what I actually said rather than how it made you feel. That's all I'm saying. Super Duper Danko in the building says, damn, as someone whose last name is Carter, Carter is not it. And uh, wearing, uh, hearing his contract hurts my ears. Is he untradeable? No. His contract isn't even all that bad. It's, it's, it's $6 million. So let's be clear here. that In, in the realm of contracts, that's not hard to move at all. The problem is, is that you're going to have to package it with something that somebody actually wants because right now with how Javon Carter's playing, you're not going to have a lot of suitors to just move Javon Carter's deal. So, you know, that's that's the unfortunate part of it all. But listen, I mean, at the end of the day, 
it sucks. And Javon Carter has been sucking. And, you know, we we signed him to two year to the first two years are guaranteed. He has a player option in the third year, but it's not an unmovable deal at all. Like Melvin says, when you look at how badly Javon Carter has been playing lately, outside of Tory Craig, this gives Acme a C offseason uh, that that then what we were promised he would be aggressive. I mean, listen, I think the thing is, too, is that players have to want here, want to be here. And he was trying to improve in the margins. And I understand that, especially when you're a team that's ownership doesn't pay the luxury tax. Now, could we have one after other players? Yeah, I actually talked about some of those on today's pre-recorded episode. Keeping Pat Bev, who actually signed for less, signed for $3.1 million, I think would have been the better option. Even if you did plan to start Kobe White, at this point now, of course, in hindsight, it looks like that's the better option. Kobe and DeMar cooked in the first half. Absolutely. Absolutely. Kobe and DeMar absolutely cooked in the first half of the game. And they, they played pretty solidly over the second half of the game, too. It's just we needed more. I'm so tired of losing the teams that have three-plus players who can hit open threes on the floor at any given time and spread the floor. And we barely have one or two players who can knock down open threes. Uh, I mean, you're not wrong, brother. You're not wrong. I think we need an enforcer. I think Grayson Allen will be a good fit. I know all that shit with AC probably won't work in Chicago, but would be an excellent fit if not if none of that happened. I mean, I actually we I think me and Pat actually talked about that in the offseason that Grayson Allen on paper would have theoretically been a good signing for the Bulls. But you know, that's never gonna happen. Tony the Lone Rider says worse than this loss is the simping by the announcers for the Knicks beating an under 500 team without multiple players. Effing mainstream media. You already know, bro. You already know. I'm sure Stephen A. Smith is loving it right now. It's funny how everybody was out on Vooch. Now they're saying, oh, we need him. I mean, listen, that's why I've been very consistent with Vooch. Every time somebody tries to shit on Vooch, don't get me wrong. He has bad games, and those bad games suck uh, when he has because Lord knows when Vooch has a bad game, it's a bad game. But Vooch is an important part of what the Chicago Bulls do, um, both in providing spacing um, and, and just offensively with us going through him a little bit more uh, now and letting him operate some offense. So. Jeremy Payne in the building says Donovan not calling a timeout at least to stop the run at the end was terrible. I mean, Billy Donovan's timeouts have always been weird. It just is what it is, man. Humble J says, please stop playing Javon Carter. I mean, at this point, we kind of have to, bro. I do think if everybody came back, right, Zach Levine, I think just with Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic coming back, it may kick Javon Carter out the rotation. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens with that. Javon Carter has been god awful, though. I'm pissed at the current state of my Bulls, but contracts to the CP. Congrats to CP the franchise to finally be out of a basketball purgatory because the Knicks are balling. Hopefully that'll be rather us sooner rather than later. I mean, hopefully, man. Hopefully. Uh, we, we can pray and hope that that's the case, man. AO need to learn how to shoot. I mean, I agree with that. Um, Terry Taylor is not a center. That's the problem. No, Terry Taylor is a center because you can't play him at the four. And, uh, listen, I get it when you talk about traditional size and things like that. I get it. But Terry Taylor literally only offers you rebounding putbacks and some okay defense he can't and he, he can't play the four not against teams like this julius randall would have cooked terry taylor cooked him because he just doesn't have the foot or lateral quickness we looked and tried uh tired and, de- and depleted i'm pissed and need to hear some nick slander asap the front of jalen brunson hair is just no absolutely not hey listen i don't crap on jalen brunson he's from the, he's from the city but uh Listen, Taylor Brunson is cooking. Like, regardless of what it is, he's cooking right now, man. Hayes Carter is the perfect example of the difference between looking good on a great team and actually being counted on by a bad team. That is, that's a bar, bro. That is, that is a bar. That's definitely a bar. 
This is exactly what you called at halftime. The New York, uh, New York's coach would adjust, and our slow-witted coach would not adjust. I mean, literally, Bulls got out-rebounded at the end of that game on size. Listen, the thing with this is, man, is that Billy Donovan, for all the good that he's done over this run, he's still Billy Donovan. And granted, he's doing it with a much more depleted roster. I understand that, and I'm not blaming him for that. It's not his fault that, that we have as many players injured as we have, right? But when you are a coach at the NBA level and you know that you have a coach that's going to adjust in the second half of the game, what can you do? If you're not going to call up drastic adjustments yourself, right? If you, it, It's different when you adjust your game plan. If you're not going to adjust your game plan because you just don't know how to adjust to what the other team did, okay, listen, some people, the best they can do is get a seat. But the thing that was under Billy Donovan's control is that if he couldn't draw up an adjustment to counteract what the Knicks were doing, is change the personnel, change the, the type of players that you have out there. So, yes, in the second half of this game, Terry Taylor played fine in the first half. In the second half of this game, when you started recognizing that size wasn't was working to your disadvantage, go ahead and, and play Adama Sinago. Give Adama Sinago five. You're already losing the game. What are you going to do, lose worse? See if he can get you if he if having his size out there and his rim protection can offer a little bit of a different look for you. And if it doesn't work, cool. Go back to Terry Taylor. But Billy Donovan's inability and, and non-desire to get creative is going to doom the Bulls in matchups like this, especially while we already have a roster that's depleted by injury. It just sucks. It sucks. There's no way to win a basketball game in 2023 when we shoot as bad as we do. Uh, we were out there shooting Detroit Pistons bad, Killian Haynes bad. There's nothing to lead about our shooting. Well, here's the thing. We didn't shoot the ball bad from three-point range. 13 of 32 for 40% is actually one of the Bulls' better night shooting. Now, the 37 of 89 overall from the field, the 41% leaves much to be desired. But this isn't really a game where the Bulls can blame it just on three-point shooting. They can't. And unfortunately, unfortunately, it sucks, man. Are you starting to think the Bulls are reverting back to their old ways? Too good to be true with the injuries. It's hard to fully base everything on these two losses. No, I don't think they're reverting back to old ways. The way that the Bulls lost this game wasn't because the Bulls went back to, to how they were playing when they had Zach. Like, it, it just, it's not the same. It's not the same type of game out there or the way that they're executing. They did get down on themselves, but I'm not saying that it's that. Vooch got us missing him, and this is why we can't and shouldn't trade him. Well, again, I, and nobody's really going to take Vooch right now either. Big Diesel in the building uh, says, the loss can't can be blamed on Acme. How in the world do you not get size this offseason? Terry Taylor isn't the answer. Well, clearly, the size got to be available and come here. There weren't a lot of centers in this free agent market, and we had to re-sign Vooch. Then on top of that, we don't we didn't have money to go after any, any quality bigs. And he technically did get size. Like, keep in mind, had this team been fully healthy, size wouldn't have been a problem here. So this is partly on the injuries as well. And like I said before, you only, only can go so far into your bench before injuries are going to start affecting the way that you play. Play, It just is what it is. Alex Larez in the building says, uh, Io still needs to work on his jump shot because it's clearly not resulting in consistent shot making. Well, I mean, listen, there, streaky shooters are called a thing. And like I said before, there are some people that no matter how hard they work at something, they're just going to get a C. And that's what Io DeSumo is. That is why he, he could be a high-level bench player. And, yeah, of course he should always work on the shoot. Every player should always work on their shooting every offseason. You should constantly be working on your shooting. You know, Steph Curry does. He works on the shot, and he's the one of the best shooters in NBA history. So, 
Yeah, man. P. Will is good defense. Oh, yeah. P. Will is really good defensively. And he's even stepped up from what he was defensively early in his career. So, yeah, he's definitely stepped up. I've been watching the other teams that have been playing well consistently. Okay, Celtics, Nuggets. You need two to three folks that can both facilitate and make big shots. When DeMar cooled off, we were cooked. Well, you, those teams also have multiple stars. The Bulls technically have no stars. They have a former one in DeMar DeRozan. They have one, a player that should be a star in Zach Levine. But they- Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. They're very flawed and inconsistent player. You know what those other teams have as well? They got two-way players on those teams. Part of their stardom are players that play two ways on both sides of the ball. So, listen, I I know it's it's not just about shooting and facilitating. It's also about the caliber of players you have running that system. Three teams that that you mentioned have star players, true stars in this league. So, absolutely agree with that. As annoying as he is, Pat Bev is much better than J.C., yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. That boy, Neek TV, says P-Will had a horrible turnover, then a horrible drive that got rejected, and that was on back-to-back possessions. I mean, it happens. It happens, unfortunately, man. It happens. This is the season why, if Zach could come back, shoot well, and adjust to our new system, we would be exponentially better until we can trade him. We won't make it without multiple folks that can score. Well, we have multiple folks that can score, even without Zach Levine. One of those players in Vooch is down. And Kobe, hey, listen, Kobe was back today. And, and, you know, if any bright spot, hopefully that continues. Hopefully that continues. Hey, he's not trying to be... A told you so person, but I said it should have shouldn't have even been a combo between Kobe and Car- Carter starting. You did, bro. I mean, hey, you did. I mean, it just is what it is. I didn't see Kobe making this type of leap this soon. And shout out to Kobe White. He came in and showed right away this is his team as, as far as the point guard position. Yeah, absolutely right, bro. Absolutely right. Not being completely serious, but if you can't knock down one to three wide open threes, you shouldn't be in the league. That's not true either, bro. But I get I get what you're saying in that. Anybody who needed this stretch to find out that Vooch was important to our team is a casual. That's that's oddly accurate as well. Uh, I will say this again. This is why you need players like Vooch and Zach, who on most nights can get you 20 points a game. Facts. Facts. But I think even that that's kind of an over, oversimplification to a degree. Not to a huge extent, but, you, but you're still on point there. Definitely still on point. Uh, I've been knew Vooch was key when Kobe was on fire because he has size, facilitates, and can't spread the floor. Drummond can't do that. You were right, Hayes. They would eventually go through a losing slump again. Yep, Triple D, just like like my titties. Um, but yeah, facts. Um, I think that and and it's the ebbs and flows of the NBA season. It happens. It's the ebb and flows of the NBA season, especially when you're a team that isn't looked as isn't one of the best teams in the league, right? When you're a team that's middling, when you're a team that's fighting for a playing spot. You're going to have these type of stretches. Everyone does. How you come out of that is the thing. It's definitely a thing when how you come out of that. Raquel Cal- Cauldron? 
Uh, can people stop overreacting? You lose games sometimes when you're missing the the uh, players the Bulls are missing se- several. Facts, facts. Uh, no, this is a game where the Bulls have to blame it on their hustle because the fact the New York Knicks got five offensive rebounds in one uh, play was a damn shame. Yeah, I mean, but listen, that happens more than we like to admit with the Chicago Bulls as well. It sucks. D Shy Boy says uh, Billy's only adjustment was chewing his damn gum. That's that's funny and accurate at the same time. If the fans can see Billy ain't it. It's frustrating and sad. Acme can't or won't address his weaknesses. Um, do you think they have a short list of coaches they they would consider? No, because he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Like just, I, and I don't mean I don't mean to say that like harshly. He's not. He's not. He's 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 not going anywhere anytime soon. Like he's just not. It sucks to say that. It sucks, but at the same time, like I said, Kobe White playing at a high level is going to help Billy's system look better. Moving without the ball is going to help Billy's system look better. And, you know, those are things that definitely can help. JB, my big brother, says, checking in from Dubai, little bro. Mainly just say, ha-ha, nah, man, hard fight from y'all today. If you aren't subscribed to this channel, don't hesitate to do it right now. Number one spot for Bulls info. Shout out to you, JB. Glad to have you. Be safe over there, bro. Bring me back a shot glass or something when you're over there, bro. I like that you pointed out Dilly B's lack lack of creativity with lineups. It's like he's too rigid with the uh, offense. I mean, listen, and that's a flaw of Billy Donovan. Am I blaming it all this loss all on that? No, but that is a flaw, and every coach has their flaws. One of Billy Donovan's flaws is rotations at times, understanding situational rotations, and then it also is um, adjustments. That's just are some of the flaws that Billy Donovan has as a head coach. He's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Is Seaway's world says, yeah, we just slid outside the playing spot. Hopefully we can bounce back. Well, keep in mind, this is why I always tell you guys, I really don't pay close attention to standings until about to about the trade deadline, honestly. And so we'll see. Like, with Bulls, they're going into an easier part of their schedule, and we're getting healthier. Let's hope that that starts getting more wins for the Chicago Bulls, right? Let's hope so. Understand that we're not a good offensive team, and that's understandable. But at the same time, when you know that that's the case, you have to move without the ball and do a whole lot of cutting. Yeah, and that's when we play the best is when we when we get that type of performance. Great point, Shay. Brazil Popular says Dilly Bonovan <laughs> be getting plays backwards all the time. That is that's funny. That's crazy. Io's game was pathetic. Javon's game was pathetic. Pat had a bad shooting night, but made up for it with defense. Billy's coastman's adjustments pathetic. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's that's the problem when Billy Donovan is going to go up against a coach like Tom Thibodeau. It just is what it is, man. It just is what it is. Craig was shooting good before he got hurt as well. Yeah, Craig was Craig was coming around as a three-point shooter, really finding his rhythm with his players. I also think Kobe White was starting to understand as a point guard where Torrey Craig liked the ball at. And, you know, it sucks that we're going to be without him for the most part of the season now. Um, but, hey, it is what it is, man. Todd 3T says, second night of, a row, uh, of the row back-to-back against two top-10 teams, schedule loss before losing Vooch and Craig. I wouldn't say that because the Bulls could have absolutely competed in this game. It's not a schedule loss, especially you can't even really use the back-to-back. We sat down our players so early yesterday. It was it shouldn't even felt like a back-to-back. But, you know, it's part of the game of basketball. You got to overcome it. Jordan Ruthie said he wants to get involved with the organization. My thing is he did uh, fuck all with the Hornets. Does he make an impact for the organization that made him? Fuck, like, no. No, give get no. I don't want to see Jordan in any type of decision making. Let him be a figurehead, but that's about it. That's a great way to think of it, Hayes. Don't really review the standings until the trade deadline. I just don't. Like, I, I mean, I'll look at them, right? And then, of course, don't get me wrong. If the Bulls are number one team in the East, I'd be like, hey, we're the number one team. We're playing like the best team in the Eastern Conference. But I really don't start paying close attention to those those races 
um, until February after the trade down. And that's usually where most teams, you know, who most teams are, you know, who's going to be in, who's going to be out. Teams have made adjustments. Um, so yeah, Julia says, how the hell did, uh, Brunson post up P will because Jalen Brunson is a dog. That's just is what it is. Jalen Brunson is an absolute dog, man. Would be nice to see what Sonogo can do. Terry Taylor ain't in as a backup for Drummond. I mean, listen, Terry Taylor didn't play terrible in here, man. I just, I'm not going to say that, but I understand the discontent with Terry Taylor, especially when you got a young stud and Adama Sonogo down there. Uh, TT is a good coach. He definitely still has the hustle defensive type of coaching style. That's why he still has a coaching job, that hustle, heart, and defense. And he does a pretty damn good at, job at developing and bringing out the most in his players. Like Tom Thibodeau is also a limited coach, but one thing that you know Tom Thibodeau is going to do he usually gets the most out of what skill set he has. He sees there with those players. And so it sucks, man. It just sucks that we don't have a coach like that. Down by 10 in the fourth. I know Passive P was trash tonight, but we needed him in the fourth quarter. The defense for sure. But, I mean, at that point, yeah, man, it just it is what it is. You think Zach can blend in his talents with what we've been doing without him? He can. Willie is the question. I don't doubt how Zach Levine's skill set and things fit in with what we're doing as a team right now. The only thing that I doubt is Willie. Will it? Will Zach sacrifice the way that he needs to sacrifice to make it to make it work? The ball movement has all but stopped. First, it was solid in the first half. But again, like I said before, the ball movement, a big part of that is having a center that's able to distribute the ball, clear out some space as well to give more lanes to players to cut to the rim because of his ability to knock down a mid-range shot. So, you know, it's it's basketball reasons why some of it is stopped. And, you know, having Drummond in there and then Terry Taylor really clogs that lane up. And so it's kind of difficult to move unless you're just moving out on the perimeter. And at that point, you're not really doing much. So, you know, I, I think that the ball movement that we got used to seeing will come back once Vooch is back. Uh, Shay says, people act like Jalen Brunson is not a good post-up post, post up player. Did you see the playoffs last year? He did that number of times to Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Brunson has turned himself into a legit three-level scorer. He doesn't always use all three levels because he doesn't have to and because of the way that the team is set up. But Julius Randle's a, a, a monster. He's a dog. Love from Ireland, bro. Love the channel. Thank you, David. I, I appreciate you, especially somebody who got a little Irish in me as well. I appreciate you, brother. Uh, I hear you, Hayes, but if Terry Taylor was the only center this past offseason, then Acme should have traded for it. It's not that simple. It's not. This isn't 2K. You can't just say, boom, I'm going to trade for one. Uh, we could have got Mo Bamba. You see how that worked out? That could have been some size, but then it's just not a good player. So you have to have the right situation of a player with the right talent, a player that you can acquire. And then if, especially if you're talking about trading, you have to have something that people want. And the Bulls, would for the Bulls, like, hell, they're finding difficulty trading Zach Levine right now. It's not as simple as just trading for somebody. And then when you look at how many of our players that we signed in Kobe White, Io, Vooch, Terry Taylor, Terry Taylor, uh, 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 Torrey Craig, Javon Carter. These are all players that we had just acquired. You can't really trade those players. Nobody was going to take Terry Taylor for, for some size. You're not trading Patrick Williams. So it, I get it. I get what you're saying, but it's not that simple. This isn't a video game, right? Dalen Terry. Okay. You say trade Dalen Terry for some size, but at that point he looked like a rookie who didn't play much. And that was uncontrolled. You're not getting anything good for that. So the Bulls didn't really have the assets to trade for something unless you want them to trade a future first. And at that point, you're not going to do that, not for the level of players that were out there available, brother. Like, I get what you're saying. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you're crazy or you're, or you're bad for saying that, but I am saying that the situational part of it, it just didn't play into the Bulls' favor. 
would you take Lowry and Hero for Levine and Caruso? No, what the fuck is that? Like you could you can maybe get Kyle Lowry and Hero for Levine and Caruso. Hey, no, nah, Van Lee, stop smoking that dope, bro. Stop smoking that dope. Smokey Robinson made a song for you. Stop smoking that dope, bro. What we doing out here? Smoking that smoke. You gotta you gotta chill on that. Um, JB says that Van Lee, he would never agree to do that. You need to give up firstborns and organ parts for Hero. That's funny. Do you think Tyus Jones is an upgrade over? Yeah, what? Think. If you have to think if Tyus Jones is an upgrade over Javon Carter, you're not using your brain correctly. That's not anything you got to think of. Think. Yes. Yes. He's a better player. Either Jones, brother. Trey Jones or Tyus Jones are an upgrade over that. Uh, what's up? The bigger picture is we have our franchise coming back in a few days along with Vooch, uh, which will allow this our franchise. Okay. Uh, which will allow this stack wins and build our, our current identity with the young players and team culture. Here's the thing I'm going to push back with you on that, Joshua. How do we start off the season with that with that franchise? You can't just assume that. I would love that. I'm not saying that that's not a possibility, but we can't just assume that that's going to be the case, brother. Uh, Vooch is a great playmaker and ball facilitator for his size. I, I know somebody who's a great ball facilitator too. Her, you know, let me stop there. Uh, I don't think that's recognized by us Bulls fans enough. You see how much more congested we are on the court when he's not playing. Completely agree with you there, Alex. Completely agree with you. I understand that you can't find a lot of size at certain positions, but if you if that's the case, you need to do this get the undersized players, but you make sure he could shoot. Shay, Shay, listen. Um, Shay, I know English is your first language, but you may want to consider using Rosetta Stone to help learn the language a little bit better. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm just throwing fun at you, bro. But I mean, the thing is, too, is that I don't think that we needed shooting from us undersized big right now, right? I, I, I get what you're saying at it, but. I mean, hey, Sydney uh, says, Hayes, how are you so calm after two back-to-back -back losses? Sometimes you respectively lose your shit, but what are you thinking? I mean, because the, the injuries, right? I understand why some of this has happened. Am I blaming it all on that? No, let me be clear there. Hell no. But I understand what's going on here now with the Bulls, and I don't think it's it's time to really get hugely upset. What does Javon Carter even do? A guy literally looks horrible. Io needs to just drive the ball. Way too inconsistent of a three-point shooter. It was nice to see Kobe get his stroke back pause. I mean, listen, hey, hey. Sometimes you need to get your stroke back. Um, Javon Carter does nothing. Javon Carter does not impact anything right now. Anything. Uh, positively, at least. Like, I'm sure I'm sure he's, he's using a lot of turtle wax on that head. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. Sorry, bro. I had to ask because I don't know how much Tyus Jones except his, uh, much about Tyus Jones except his defense. Oh, well, if that's the So yes, Tyus. So Tyus Jones, uh, so I can explain that for you is he's not only a solid defender. He has, he's one of the better assist to turnover ratio points in the league. And so I'm not saying he's like some facilitator that's going to go out there and get you 12 assists every day, but he is somebody that can get you six to seven assistants. Probably only going to turn the ball over one into one and a half, one into one and a half times over that. And then this season, he's actually shooting the ball pretty solidly. I think he's averaging like 10, 11 point game on top of that. So yeah, Tyus Jones right now is a much better player than Javon Carter. Hayes, are you more hopeful of Alonzo comeback or Levine being reintegrated? Oh, first of all, Alonzo, hopeful on Alonzo comeback? Nah, bro. Nah. Uh-uh. Mm -mm. I, I would bet more that right now that Jesus will come back before Alonzo Ball comes back. So uh, this team is going to be good around all-star break players, uh, which will be healthy by then. I'm still going to be patient with this young team. It's a marathon and and we'll be fine. Hey, let's hope so. And that really, it's a marathon is a great point there, brother. Great point.
Hayes, not so, I understand your point, but Mason Plumlee was a free agent and signed for only $5 million. Acme dropped the ball, not blaming you, Hayes. But the thing is, Mason Plumlee, who says he wanted to come here? Like, that's the thing. You have to – you can't just assume because a player is available, that means that they would want to come to the Chicago Bulls. He joined a team in the in the, the Los Angeles Clippers that if everything works and stay healthy, theoretically, they should be a team fighting for finals victory, not coming to a team that couldn't make it out the play-in, right? And even then, let's look at what Miles Plumlee's doing. He's averaging five and five. So it's not like Miles Plumlee is like this player, the savior. If the Bulls' decision hindered on signing Miles Plumlee, who's only played six games for the Los Angeles Clippers, that's not a good offseason, my brother. That's all I'm saying on that. Like, we can name names all day long of players that theoretically signed for this much, that much. But again, it comes back to this, the simple fact, they would have to want to come here. And if you get offered a contract, by the Los Angeles Clippers versus a contract to be a role player on the Chicago Bulls, which which contract would you take? Outside of you being a Bulls fan, if you're even a Bulls fan, if if the Clippers and the Bulls offer you the same exact contract, which deal would you take? I'm just asking. Which deal would you – and be be honest. Which deal would you take? Because if you say you take the Bulls deal, you're capping. You're capping. Billy always say the same shit after every game. You know, I thought we had some good looks. Oh, sure thing, Bill. That's facts. That is facts. Why is Javon Carter? Why play Javon Carter when he's giving you anything offensively or defensively? Who else you going to play? Like, again, and I get it from our standpoint, but he doesn't trust the rookies in, in Javon Carter or Julian Phillips. Would I love to see Julian Phillips out there more? Yeah, but also you have to keep in mind, too, we've seen Io at the point guard. It didn't look good. So, again, I'm I'm not trying to say I don't understand where you're coming from and i even agree with you to a certain extent but i kind of understand some of what billy's doing hayes remember when ak said he was surprised with how many players wanted to come to chicago he must have meant for the sightseeing I, bro that's that's funny that is funny though the problem is Sanago is seven feet tall and jumps like somebody's grandma he's not he's six nine and he actually has a 30 inch vertical so i i don't know where you're getting that from bro hayes watch all these fans who are panicking right now are going to start jumping on the bed wagon the bed and wagon the bed and wagon. So, so okay, wait a second. I gotta, I gotta envision this. So you have a, you have a wagon. Is the bed in the wagon, or do you have the bed and the wagon separate? Once we're getting a little bit on the on of a windshield. Oh, facts. That's just how it happens, bro. This is how it happens. The thing about Javon Carter has also been disappointing is his offense is off, but his defense and IQ I thought would make up for it. But he, but that has also been trash. Everything. It's all been trash. Everything about Javon Carter's game has been absolute trash. Inside the Chicago Bulls has been rumored to be sniffing around the underside of numerous Bulls players, even the ones who can't shoot. That's the rumor, Shay. That's funny. That's funny. Oh, man. Give me a break. I'm typing fast. I feel you, bro. Oh, man. get get. He got a bad a bed in his wagon. That's, that's hilarious. Hey, I hope your wagon isn't actually a van, because if you have a white van with a bed in the back, you're tripping, Shay. Uh, hey, to be honest, I don't know what the Clippers. L.A. is a great city, but as far as basketball, you can't rely on Kawhi, Par George, staying healthy. So if I was Plumlee, I really don't know. No, I mean, that's fair, but you got to think. Are you betting on Zach Levine to stay healthy with how he's been playing? Are you betting on DeMar DeRozan then to keep up his play if you get to the playoffs? I, mean, I get what you're saying 100%, but I think if you're betting on either one of those teams, the Clippers still make more sense. But I, I get where you're coming from, for sure, for sure. Cornelius uh, says, I had high hopes for Javon Carter. This is very disappointing. It's, yeah, it's trash. It's trash. You can tell Javon even thinks he sucks. He's starting to question his shot selection on the court. If you notice playing this game especially, listen, I tell you what, on 2K, I cook with Javon Carter. 
but in real life, that man can't hit nothing. Hayes, please leave my African brother, brother Shay alone. He is trying. I, listen, Shay's like my little brother, man. I, I always poke fun at Shay. Like, Shay, Shay's a good dude, man. Shay's a really good dude. I'm sorry, but Billy would never win a ring as a head coach. I mean, most head coaches won't win rings, though. At, at one point of the Bulls season, would you consider seeing how this team truly will be for the rest of the season? I mean, that still it's up and down. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I can't answer that. Uh, you think we should trade Zach for some Parmesan and crust and crushed red paper, pe pepper packets? That's crazy. Why would you trade Zach for something you can get for free? A bed and wagon. Wow. Hey man, Shay Shay living life differently is all I can say. Shay is living life very very differently um, than the rest of us. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> JB says Parmesan has more upside. That's funny. Shay said, I wish I had a time machine to smack the shit out of myself at the beginning of the season for thinking Javon Carter had a chance to even that you, you and me both, brother. I got I slapped the shit out of myself, too, bro, because I, I really thought I really thought that's crazy. But all right, y'all, man, I appreciate you guys so much. We're going to get ready to wrap it up. We got to go over on Locked on Bulls, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button as we're trying to get to 20,000 subscribers by the end of the season, man. I love you guys, man. It's unfortunately we couldn't pull out the win, but, um, I ain't pulling out either tonight, but I love you guys. Go Bulls. See red if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.